Previously on Sammy Magic, Pa Stinker and his wife Ma look down to discover a small basket. When they undo the covering, it reveals a child. A child who will only be known as Sammy Magic. Strange occurrences would happen in the middle of the night that would lead to electricity flickering. One night, a fire even caught on the curtain. He hated where he was grown up, but at the end of the day, it was simply the case of a square peg in a round hole. I guess I'm just a snake. I'm the boy's father. Of course I can give him what he needs. All he needs is us. The boy needs more. He needs more, Pa. What's so bad about my rules? I live under the stairs! And eclipsing the doorway, it is a man who goes by no name, but they simply call the bear. You're a magic boy, Sammy. I'm a what? You're a magic boy, Sammy. It's it's in your blood. It's in your DNA. Your parents, your mother was a magic girl. Your father a magic boy, just like you. Uh, have you ever, uh, I, I don't know, stared at a pencil and it slowly levitated? Or maybe you've looked at someone and been able to tell what they were going to say next, almost read their mind. Well, no, nothing like that. I did once set our bedroom on fire with my mind, though. Okay, you know, you should have led with that. Like, that's def- that's a way better example than what I was giving out. But yes, that is your magical abilities. If left untrained, they will continue to manifest in these dangerous ways, uh, hurting everyone around you. But trained, focused, these abilities could be used for good. So where are you taking me? To the most elite school for people with your special abilities. It's far, far away. It's only known to us as Wizard Harvard. Wizard Harvard? Yes, like, nor- you know, normal Harvard, but wizard. It's, it's a little thing we have. You should be grateful, too. It is the safest place in the world to be studying magic at. I mean, they will be taking care of you each and every day. Absolutely nothing bad is going to happen there. Absolutely no invasions, no no, uh, teachers turning evil, absolutely no wars. None of that would ever happen at Wizard Harvard. It is completely safe. Sammy! Pa Stinker stands up, taking the two doors that have recently been thrown at him off of him, and walks over. If you walk out that door with this man, you're going to end up just like your parents. Let him go. Suddenly, from the back of the room, Ma Stinker pipes up. Pa, you you can't do anything to convince him otherwise he's going to leave. So he might as well leave and become an embarrassment just like his mother was. I beg your pardon, what did you just say? She was an embarrassment to this family. She was a freak of nature, and I'm happy she went away. Just like, just like I'm happy Sammy's going away. What what are you saying? This is ridiculous. Why are you saying these things? She always got all the attention. 
She always had to be number one. She always had to be the best. And I always had to stand in the background, ignored. But then, when that all went away, Ma Stinker became the number one gal in town. But now, now it appears that we have another magic user in our midst. Another person to outshadow me. Another person to make people think that this is a house of freaks. Well, that was uh, a bit of a heel turn out of nowhere. Um, I'm gonna let you chill, I guess, and me and Sammy are going to go. No, no, please, Sammy, you can't go with him. Ma's just, Ma's just doing that thing where, you know, like, uh, telling a dog that it's ugly so it doesn't come back because you can't take care of it because, because you can't take care of it. And in that moment, everything suddenly clicked for Pa. Small tears played at the edges of his eyes as finally... It got broken through to him that he cannot help Sammy. There's nothing in that home for Sammy. And Pa was furious with himself. Fine. Go. Go on, Sammy. And don't you dare look back. Go. Go, Sammy. Leave. All right, fine, we're leaving. Leave now, Sammy! Be gone from this household! Never to... Yeah, we're, we're leaving, it's okay. Never to return! So, you grew up with him, huh? The bear explains as Sammy gets onto the back of his motorcycle, which, once again, it's a child. I don't think they had helmets. Don't put him on the back of a motorcycle. Real rough idea. Anyways... Yes, they were my parents, basically. Ah, looks like we're going to have a lot of programming to work out of you. What? Boom! And off they soared down the street. Despite it being a magical motorcycle, it probably wasn't the best idea to be flying it around midday. The duo pass through various London back streets until they finally arrive at a place that Sammy had been before. I'm... Sorry, um, is this a Buffalo Wild Wings? Yes, yes, it's the, uh, the good old B-double, as we like to call it. But what I'm bringing you to is not the B-double, it's something in the back. And with that, both men dismounted the motorcycle and went inside. And various surly figures were all screaming out, The bear! What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Frank? Doing good? How did the kids? Excellent. And then the room went silent when Sammy walked in. All that was left to hear were shocked gasps and whispers from the people in the kitchen. Okay, look, everyone, yes, this is Sammy Magic. He's a regular boy, just like the rest of you. Calm down. Why are they all staring at me like that? Okay, you know what? Uh, Gertrude, Gertrude, come here. And with that, a waitress named Gertrude came over. Give us a table for two and my usual order. Fifty hot wings and a Sprite? Yes. The bear sat down across from Sammy and sighed heavily. The reason everyone is so impressed with you is 
the same reason why you ended up on the doorstep of the stinkers 11 years ago. Why? So your parents, they died. Okay, yes, I, I understand that. You don't have to keep rubbing it in. They died trying to save you from one of the most evil wizards in all of existence. A, a diabolical man whose, whose name we dare not speak. And one night this wizard decided to come after your family, come after your parents. And they put up a, quite a fight, Sammy. You would be astounded to have seen them. But unfortunately, this dark wizard's powers were too much for them. He overpowered both of them, destroyed them, and all that was left in the house was you. And the next day, he was dead. What? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I... Wait, what? The wizard police came to the house, they came inside, and... He was dead. Your parents, gone. But the wizard whose name we dare not speak was dead. So basically, this running conspiracy theory has been that you, as a baby, killed this big bad. Yeah, but I was a baby. Like, I don't... I know I've done some stuff in my day. I've let out a venomous cobra once in a while. I've, uh, I've set rooms on fire, but I don't think I can defeat... Uh, an evil wizard? Not to mention, I've never heard anything about this. Of course you wouldn't. It wouldn't be in any of your normal human newspapers. In fact, it's we're very good in the uh, magic community about preventing those things from getting out. I think the last bad incident we had was with that, that guy Rasputin. Oh, the Russian love machine? Yes, yes, Ra-Ra Rasputin. Uh, he was the last one, the last incident who got out, but for the most part, we keep ourselves fairly quiet. So what was the name of the wizard? I literally just told you we cannot say the name of the wizard. Yeah, but, like, I'm cool, you know. I can keep a secret. What's his name? Okay, fine. If you're going to keep prodding on like this. His name was Evil Douglas. Evil Douglas? Sounds like a diabolical man. Yes, I mean, you kind of have to be if you have evil in your name. Well, gentlemen, here you are, says Gertrude as she brings over that massive plate full of chicken wings, which the bear quickly downs in an instant. Have you ever seen that guy eat all those hot dogs? Yeah, it is a real kibashi situation, but on these wings, bones are flying. It's absolutely horrifying. Uh, and then, of course, he finishes it off with his sprite and looks at Sammy and says, Okay, now it is time to get your school supplies. The bear then leads Sammy out to a massive courtyard out in the back of the Buffalo Wild Wings. And he looks up and all Sammy can see is a blank brick wall waiting in front of him. Okay, I'm no expert at this, but I feel like we should be at, like, an office depot or, or maybe a Staples or something like that for school supplies. I don't think a courtyard's exactly what we... Oh my god! 
And that reaction came because while Sammy was confused and complaining, the bear merely walked up to the brick wall, tapping on it with his umbrella, each brick beginning to glow a bright, vibrant golden hue. And then suddenly the wall began to break apart, piece by piece, folding in on itself and pulling back to reveal a massive city street. At the end of it, there's a a towering bank standing as a pillar of this massive community. In that moment, Sammy Magic and the Bears step foot into Porcelain, a beautiful street with marble buildings stretching up to the sky, a golden bank waiting at the end, and students running around it frantically trying to get the last of their school supplies for the upcoming year at Wizard Harvard. Sammy, as any child would do, quickly breaks away from his parental figure and starts to look into shop windows, irritating the bear who's trying to follow him back, but Sammy keeps staring out, seeing these magical broomsticks, seeing these mystical tomes that would read themselves to you. Sammy was entranced, because for once in his life, Sammy and his powers didn't feel like a curse. It felt normal, and Sammy couldn't be happier. All right, calm down, says the bear as he frantically slaps Sammy with a sheet of paper. What's this? Your school supplies. You're going to need one of each of these books, uh, these various incantation recipes. We're going to need, uh, you're going to need an owl for some reason. I don't know why, but they say you have to get a bird. It's really weird. But you need a bird, you need a wand, you need your robes. You need, and as the bear continues to list everything on the school supply list, a bead of sweat appears on Sammy's brow. Okay, just one problem here. Um, I don't know if you saw, we weren't exactly upper class. We didn't always have the most money. Um, I'm basically broke. I have nothing. I have no cash to my name. That's what you think. The bear responds with a smirk as they walk forward towards that beautiful marble and gold building, which as Sammy approaches, he can read a golden inlay on the outside that reads the name McDrake's Fantasy Bank. McDrake's was quite possibly the fanciest place Sammy had ever been to in his entire life. The the ceilings were high, there was a massive, beautiful chandelier, and people of every nationality, color, even species were working there. It wasn't just elves. And those elves certainly weren't racist stereotypes, I'll tell you that. No, they were instead amazing, beautiful people working in every single corner, all of them coming together in harmony to protect the wizarding world's most, can't call it that, to protect the magical land, yep, to protect the magical land's most precious of items. Well, hello, hello, hello. A voice calls out as Sammy looks up to see a woman. Well, it is nice to meet you, the bear. It's been too long. This excitable young creature quickly walks over to the bear and gives him a massive hug, which the bear is physically upset by. Then they turn and lean down towards Sammy and goes, 
I know who you are. You must be Mr. Sammy Magic. Um, yes, yes, that's, that's who I am. Um, I don't believe I've made your acquaintance. No, but I know you and I know about everything you've done. I know about how you were a very super powerful baby that destroyed he who shall not be talked about. Oh, I'm sorry, but what are you? I, I, I hate to say it, but that is not a question you ask people. They are them. No, no, it's okay. I understand. There's a bit of weirdness going up on up here. The one fang, the one big ear, the one tiny one. It's a little bit weird. Well, basically, I'm a quarter goblin, quarter elf, a quarter witch, and a quarter... You know, I'm not really sure. Uh, my, uh, my ancestors were quite <laughs> open. But uh, enough about me. What can I do for you guys today? Sammy thinks he doesn't have money. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Sammy thinks he doesn't have money. <laughs> oh, 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 Sammy. Sam, this Sammy, right? There's not another Sammy behind you? No, 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 of course not. I get it. Oh, my dear boy. I, uh, I see you've got your school list here. I'm sure that's what you're worried about. Um, I... You know what, I don't want to spoil it, but I just want to say, you'll be able to get all of this, and then some. Come with me. And with that, the quarter goblin, quarter witch, quarter elf, quarter whatever else, who they eventually learned to be named Daisy, walked them over to what appeared to be the loading platform for a roller coaster. Okay, um, really? Is everything going to be wacky when we get here? Like, you've got to do kooky ways to get around. You know elevators exist, right? Oh, dear. Come on, come, 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 come with me. They all board into this roller coaster car, and they shoot down and then shoot up a giant lift hell before going through corkscrews and going through a massive, winding, turning tunnel. The whole time, Daisy is attempting to explain to them exactly what's going on. Well, you see, in a normal bank, an elevator is really quite easy to get past. All you have to do is walk in it, use the right codes. You have to go through so many extra steps to get past this. Plus, we found that most thieves are actually afraid of roller coasters, so we're all pretty good here. Don't worry. <sighs> the roller coaster lurches to a stop as they approach the front of a vault door. I'm sorry, I didn't get any of that. What'd you say? Oh, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Daisy responds. Basically, I was just explaining to you that this place is the safest place in the entire Magic Kingdom. Can't use that one either. In the entire land of illusion. Wait, no. The bear told me that Wizard Harvard was the safest place in the entire Magic World. What are you talking about? He told you what? He told... Wiz Wait, he said Wizard Harvard? Wizard Harvard! Really? Of, of all places? Bear, how dare you do that to him? Shut up. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. Wizard Harvard, very, very safe. But let's see, 232, 234, 235, aha, 236, here we are. This is your vault, Sammy, here is the key to it. We've been waiting to pass this on to you for a very, very long time. 
Sammy reaches out and takes the key from Daisy before walking over to the lock, placing the key in and twisting it. The vault door pulls back to reveal a veritable sea of riches. Gold coins abound throughout it, littered with bits of silver and even a few jewels littered throughout it. And Sammy is starstruck. He stares back at the bear, responding, This is all mine? This is what your parents left you, yes. Oh my god! And almost as if he could hear the phrase, Ducktails, ooh ooh, playing in his head, Sammy rushes forward and dives into the gold, beginning to swim through it while cheering happily. Sammy had lived his entire life in the lower class, and now he's become Big Daddy Warbucks. He is so elated that he could barely overhear as the bear responded, Okay, Sammy, you swim in gold for a while. I guess this is your whole vibe now. And we're going to go check on something else. And with that, Daisy and the bear leave a small crack in the vault door and go off on some adventure. Meanwhile, Sammy is swimming through piles of gold. And Sammy, for the first time in a very long time, is truly happy. When suddenly... Sammy. A voice pierces through his head. Sammy. The voice continues to pierce, and it feels like the worst migraine in his entire life is shooting through the skull of Sammy Magic. He reaches up to go for the door, but unfortunately slips and falls back into the gold. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. Sammy is in agony. Every single breath he takes gets shallower and shallower. His eyesight begins to fade as that small crack in the vault door begins to disappear. As if the vault is closing in on itself, Sammy is now gasping for air. This lake of gold is now beginning to suck him in. With each struggle, he gets taken deeper and deeper in. Meanwhile, that voice continues to whisper, Sammy, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And just like that, Sammy finds himself pulled underneath the gold his eyesight going dim and passing out into a world of darkness. A few minutes, hours, time as a construct later, Sammy awakens in Daisy's office, his pockets chock-a-block full of gold, and he stares up and he sees Daisy and the bear. And for the first time since he's known him, the bear looked truly afraid. Okay. Good, you're awake. Um, could you please kindly tell us what exactly happened in there? I... I don't know. Don't tell him. The voice rings out, and Sammy contemplates whether to trust it or not. I... I guess I got too tired in... Well, swimming in the gold, and I... I guess I got overheated and I passed out. Good boy. Hmm. Seems fair. Gold is, uh, gold's not exactly easy to swim through, is it, kiddo? Ha <laughs> ha. And with that, the bear helps him up, 
as Daisy smiles and gives Sammy a big hug and says, Good luck. What am I saying? You don't need luck. You're, you're Sammy Magic. I mean, you're a baby that killed a man. That's not a... Shut up, Daisy. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and with that, Sammy reached into his pocket, counting the gold pieces, and he realized that Daisy was right. He had enough to buy all of his school supplies and then some. Sammy was rich, but at what cost? That voice continued to play in the back of his head. With every single look, he could almost hear it tingling in the back of his skull. He'd look into an ice cream shop and faintly hear, Go steal some ice cream, Sammy. He would look over at a young child just getting a new pile of books and he'd hear, Knock it out of his hands, boy. Every single thing had that dark voice leading Sammy down a dark, dark path. And Sammy was afraid. Thank you for listening to the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. And an extra thank you goes to all the people who helped this show happen on our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash a load of BS to support the entire BS network and all of its productions. Additional thanks to Umbria for our music and to Orion Ibert from the Lavender Lemonade Collective for our album art. As always, make sure to go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and pick up some Sammy Magic merch. All of the proceeds from our merch go to trans and POC charities. Every single little bit can help. And let me end by reminding you that the many adventures of Sammy Magic are a work of complete and total parody. Which means... You can't sue me.